Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Limitless with Emma Evelyn. We have one of my really incredible friends here today. Um, we met actually through one of our, our friends' coaching containers, wasn't it? It was, must have been over a year ago now that was. It was yeah. Quantum Wealth with Shoshana, wasn't it? We met. That's true, yeah. <laughs> and I remember meeting she and just being like, she has the most beautiful like nurturing energy to be around so I'm really excited that we're we're finally getting down to this podcast together so I'd love for you to to briefly introduce yourself to everyone here today and and share a little bit about on what's on your heart to dive into today mm. thank you so much Emma for your lovely words I immediately got this warm hit around my heart chakra it's it's super nice because we haven't been connecting constantly so us coming together and it feels so familiar is already such a big gift um i'm so stoked to be here thank you so much for having your podcast for inviting me and thank you everyone who's listening um so my name is chi and i am originally from germany and i'm also half indonesian and i live a bali berlin kind of life And um, I'm, I'm very passionate about uh, raising the consciousness of our planet. And um, so the work I'm doing is that I'm working with women. And um, if, if you want to hear labels, we can drop labels in a moment. But I usually like to explain the situations um, people are having and then what is changing. So um, the women who come into my corner are usually... Um, women that's of some sort they're not honoring themselves in some areas of their life so I bring them back to honoring themselves or they, they, they live life from this fragmented personality I mean we are all fragmented personalities we are not just this one Emma or this one Chi leading um, through the bus of life we have so many different inner parts like the inner wounded child, the saboteur the, our higher selves and so on so leading them really from being fragmented to get an understanding of how to live whole again. Um, and um, just this general, you know, we come with so much ancestral trauma and our whole collective is like, you know, really shifting and changing as we speak right now. So especially for us women who carry more of the divine feminine essence within us, it's also this, bringing back our power and feeling more empowered and exiting this powerless state, which we have been in through centuries by now. Um, and my, my dream is to really like get an understanding that every one of us is divine and we are pure divinity and God is within us all the time or you know, those highest and finest frequencies. This is who we all are. And we are not separated from source. We're not separated from light. This is just an effect of where we are right now in, in the world. And um, I see that the, the, our whole planet is shifting right now because we, our whole solar system already shifted to the fourth dimension and us human beings, us um Yeah, we have still 3D thinking and emotions and there's so much momentum on the 3D world that we almost don't realize what's happening right now. And 
I see it as like the whole planet is detoxing and I made it my, my passion to just kind of shift, like bring a little bit more light in individual lives and, um, guiding women back to their own divinity and being connected to their light and their source where we all come from. We all come from light, mm -hmm. we are light and we go back to light eventually. Mm -hmm. um, so when we speak of labels, I, I call myself empowerment coach or intuitive guide because I work a lot with my inner knowing and my intuition, less with like, um, this is how things are and this is a tool. I I learned all these things, the life book, the NLP practices. I'm an NLP practitioner and um, I, I really value and appreciate them. And I use them a lot in the beginning because I feel um, people need a lot of food for the mind in the beginning in order to open and to trust and to feel safe. And I honor this, you know, this sacred masculine. This is the structure. I'm, I, I know what I'm doing. We always need the masculine Uh, first it's i almost see it like a wine glass and wine so the the masculine is the wine glass the container this is like clear and structures this is what's happening and um then later on the feminine can flow in and feel so safe contained you know the wine <laughs> in the wine glass mm -hmm. <laughs> i'm pouring it with my hands right now um but later on it's a lot about it takes almost over and we start praying in our sessions and it's like guiding women back to embrace their own divinity while I am on this journey myself. Yeah. Yes. I felt yes. very, very separated all my life mm -hmm. from my own inner God. So yeah, I'm also a space holder. I run women's circles online and um, I'm also a human design reader. I really, really appreciate stars and planets and astrology so much. And I feel the human design is um, the perfect tool. It's, it's almost like the perfect bridge maker from, let's say, the matrix or the third world or the old paradigm where people work in the corporate world and they're very much in their head to mm. like understanding, wait a minute, I think there's more. Okay. Let me listen. I feel like the human design understands me in a way that nobody did before or sees me in a way that nobody did before. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, I, I use it as a beautiful tool throughout my whole containers. And me, myself, if, if you want to speak human design language, I'm a sacral 4-6 generator. So um, the six implements, I've been through a lot and I can just, yeah, this is true. Mm -hmm. This is me. I myself come from a very dysfunctional family, um, which is exactly why I'm here today, doing this inner work and understanding um, that our parents were those biological instruments for me to be here. But my real parents are my cosmic father and my cosmic mother and it's like this inner love. I have inside of myself for me. Um, and yeah, so what my vision is, is to actually end suffering in this entire planet, if we put it in a nutshell, and um, for everyone to start understanding how truly divine they are and finding mm -hmm. shelter and cocoon in this truth and reality. Yeah. Mm. I was like in, listening to poetry, listening to you speak. <laughs> so beautiful. Mm. I was when I was hearing like the way that you 
hold space, the way that you work in your containers. I was, I was just thinking like, like I really resonate. I'm, I'm in a similar way, but with men. Um, and mm-hmm. I just think it's when we learn to lead with our intuition first, like it creates a whole entirely new space, a whole new dimension um, that allows people to access that power within them. For you, you mentioned honoring yourself. Like, what did that journey look like for you when you begin to began to honor yourself? Yeah, that's very, very interesting. So I love that question because me personally, I, um, I am a recovering codependent. So, you know, I feel like half the planet, not if not way more people are adult children actually and are codependent. And um, I don't know where to begin, but it was this constant shutting myself down and my inner voice and my inner knowing and my inner child at the end of the day and seeing it as a threat, seeing it a, as a saboteur, as something that's in the way and mm-hmm. living my life highly on strategies. It started in school being the class class clown, yeah, the, the fun girl to be liked and um, in relationships, not speaking my truth in order not to be abandoned again because uh, mm-hmm. my ancestral repetitive trauma in my family lineage is definitely abandonment. Same here. <laughs> I was... Yeah, it's another story, but in brief, I was given away immediately after birth and I don't know where I was Mm. for nine months. And then I Mm. was brought back and uh, yeah, it's it's this, wow, the whole Mm -hmm. DNA shifting, heartbreaking experience of deep, deep abandonment and um, which led me to like make sure to never ever being abandoned again in this life. So I better be pretty, I better be fun, I better be the good girl, I don't speak my truth, I hold space for everyone, I'm the same thing, everybody feels so nourishing, um, surrounded by, and trading my queendom constantly in order to have seemingly hits of being with humans. So my addiction, if we speak of addiction, was not drugs or sex or alcohol or eating, or TV or whatever, my addiction um, were human beings, yeah. like getting validated, getting their attention, being needed, and um, understanding the big price I paid. And that I constantly, actually, in order not to be abandoned, I constantly needed to abandon myself. And I got to a point where I was so, the things kept over and over again that people left uh, friends friendships broke away I, I always felt like oh again again so I could feed the story loop until I realized if I if I don't start um, being my inner best mom and my inner best father for myself and holding holding myself so sacred in my inner queendom and honoring me then it's a free ticket for everyone else to not do so. Mm. So I had to, to do it for myself. And this is exactly um, the path that I'm on, that I created a ceremony now in my life. I feel like my, my days become more and more ceremonial, more sacred, very like, you know, when you see the picture of the queendom before 
I had the bridges down and there were no doormans, there were no soldiers in front. So everybody could just come mm-hmm. in and out and get like a hit from my energy and I would just yes. give it away for free and like, yeah, sure, always be the yes sayer to everything. Um and still f- felt so lonely because when I needed someone I, I was feeling so isolated. I didn't even know how to ask for help or show signs of like I'm also breakable and I'm having emotional needs. Also and human. Also human, yeah. And now um you know I have certain strategies in my life. I feel like strategies are always super, super good if we don't embody something yet. Strategies are amazing until we don't need those strategies anymore. So I'm still in the face of having strategies um, because it's a lot. When I started coming out of denial, it's really brought me down on my knees to really see, wow, my coping mechanisms, how I hold myself in a struggle uh, pit, how I don't, how I struggle even more if I don't struggle and all those twisted and uh, distorted realities. So I started to close my, 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 my door to the castle and have people knocking at my castle. And my friend Joanna, Tabriz, and I, we always say, um, have people knock at your door for 21 times. And this is especially what I share with women when they're going dating. Yeah, if, if he's the one, um, have 21 meaningful significant exchanges before you jump into bed if he's the one you have all the time in the world, unless it's your true desire to get simply physical yes of course but i feel like so many times us women um, are not honoring ourselves and our divinity and our precious bodies and our sacred energies and um so this the strategy of having 21 significant meaningful encounters before I engage deeper with a person or before I call that person even a friend or a soul sister um, made me made me mature up because I live in Bali and it's this beautiful spiritual community and I love the people here so much epic creativity in the air at the same time it can also feel like a spiritual Disneyland sometimes and yeah, same with Ibiza. <laughs> I can imagine those spiritual hubs, right? Mm-hmm. Where if we look at it, many wounded people are drawn to, which is okay. It's okay to be wounded. Um, but often people like relive their coping mechanisms and masks and strategies just with a beautiful sugar coating layer in a spiritual mm-hmm. community, which makes it even more dangerous, I believe, in order for us to wake up. So I I stopped saying or engaging or like constantly like, oh, you're my soul sister after going to one kirtan or mm-hmm. a nice one time and you listen to like a story. Oh, it's like this, I feel like there's a lot of codependence also in this communities. Um, and I see the need for women, for humans in general, for men as well mm-hmm. to mature up. Yes. What to honor myself? Where do I place my energy? How is my discernment in place? Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm not saying to close your heart at all. The opposite. In order to have it so wide open, you need your discernment soldiers in front of your beautiful mm-hmm. window. So you can stay in this cultivated peace you created for yourself and be of service and 
stay radiant, stay in self-compassion with yourself and others. But if we have all those energy vampires or, you know, misaligned people constantly with us, around us, um, this is really, truly not honoring your own queendom. Mm -hmm. Yeah, um, Mm -hmm. this is like the analogy I really love to share often. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. What what was coming to me as you were saying that is, how do you balance this this ability to discern and hold boundaries with the the part of you that wants to simply put up all those protection walls and just not let anybody in because i think that's also a pattern that comes with with people that have experienced that trauma of abandonment and and codependency from that it's like we we also want to put up all the walls and just not let anyone in so then nothing happens it's like this other end of the spectrum so how do you find that balance i love that that question emma and i feel like often this happens when you start honoring yourself the pendulum swings in the other Mm -hmm. extreme which is okay in order to pendle out in the end Uh, what helps me the most is a process that i really really appreciate which I also do with my women, with my clients. It's called the inner bonding process. And with this process, we understand when we sit in our bus of life and we are driving through life, it's not only one personality that's in that bus Mm -hmm. um, making decisions, but you are driving through life with a whole group of you. You know, as I mentioned before, there's like, Um, my sunshine girl there's like my inner joyful trickster who just wants to like be radiant and play there's the sensual woman there's this you know this boss babe but there's also the abandoned inner child there's the child that's socially anxious and but then there's also this mature chi that is um, seeing things for how they are and not how they would like things to be because this is very Mm -hmm. childlike and I I, Mm -hmm. I get it it's very romantic it was my number one strategy in my life to just wear pink glasses everywhere I went Um, but to understand what part of me is actually feeling I want to be in and starting to have a beautiful conversation with yourself with all these inner little parts and have a beautiful inner conference you know, I like to call it like an inner conference where, okay, who's here? You you really want to go out and just play and want to be best friends with everyone? Cool. I see you and I hear you and I honor you for that. Interesting. Yeah, it's never about rejecting any insight. Mm-hmm. And then this other part, like I really want to isolate. I'm so, human beings are fucked up. Everybody's like so disappointing. I'm done with humanity. Ciao. I'm isolating. Okay, and okay. I'm honoring this voice as well. And then this 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 needy um, codependent part that's like, no, no, we have to go on every event and we cannot be alone and oh, I need to regulate my nervous system. Let's go out and we need to be with people and and embracing all of them. And I, I usually do this when my little boy, I'm also a single mom of a four-year-old boy, he goes to bed and it's really this peaceful evening um, I go upstairs, I have uh, four rooms in my house and I do a little ceremony for myself where I just like light up a candle. I sit with my little temple that I created for myself and I start talking out loud and I sit with all these different inner entities that have mm. something to say. I'm becoming my inner kindergartner and 
my inner loving mother and I'm, I'm, I'm offering my ears and I offer a microphone. Okay. Speak and talk. What do you all need? And in the end, I, it's not about following all those urges of every part, but it's about understanding you, you are, you are this inner mature loving parent, this Kuan Yin energy and mm -hmm. you decide you are sitting on the, the steering wheel of your bus pretty much. And you make those decisions where to go while you're soothing the other parts. You're in beautiful mm -hmm. loving integration and connection with the other parts because you know how it is when you have relationships with your partner or with girlfriends, we get so soothing and calm and relaxed as soon we know we are seen and understood. Mm -hmm. and she hears me. Okay, she saw me. Cool. It's not always that we need to act upon it. They just screaming and having anxiety and they're like showing their middle finger because they just want to be witnessed. Mm. Um, so I, I take responsibility to be that. So inner bonding, inner child's work is for me not talking to the inner girl constantly, but it's the muscle, training the muscle of your own inner mature adult. Because this person has probably been dormant over the decades and making decisions from that part and understanding isolation is not an answer. It's not a solution. We are human beings and we need nourishing connections. But it's um, trusting in yourself and, you know, also asking for guidance from, from, from heavens, from Mary Magdalene, from universe, life, whatever resonates with you to ask for help to train the muscle of discernment. Like help me. I usually seek out a place where my body feels just safe. I feel like in my body, wow, this feels effortless. This feels very comfortable. And I don't have to fuel and ignite this relationship constantly. It's kind of like a perpetuum mobile. It runs and flows by itself. I give in a little bit, the other one ignites a little bit. So it's scanning for who's showing up consistently in a safe way that it feels nourishing to me and not only looking out what feels good because also sleeping in feels good, eating chocolate uh, feels good, having one night stand feels good, but what honors me feels good plus mm. it honors me. <laughs> and then just embracing and allowing yourself to trust and always i always say myself deep down i actually already know it's just one inner part that wants like no blinders on we don't want to look at it we want to pretend this is amazing and let's mm -hmm. keep going there in this misaligned path and mm -hmm. yeah like it's almost like the first step i always say to get in contact with the, with our inner intuition would be it's, I find it a very powerful sp uh, spiritual practice mm. it's to clear your calendar. Yes. Clear <laughs> yourself and start hearing yourself. Even you, if you think this would be boring or pathetic for a moment in life, a year, half a year, two years, however, it, however long it takes, it's an investment you, for many of us, they will never regret it to mm -hmm. really start learning intuition. It's like going to school for Italian or Spanish. It's like allowing yourself to go to intuition school and learning this inner voice again. 
But we have to be in a peaceful, calm environment for things to come up. Um, and to really, I always say, go out with a little notebook and, and, a, and a pen and just notice, notice, and notice yourself during the day. Throughout your day, just be your beautiful own loving observer and see what comes up, what you think, what's your upper limit, uh, what kind of pattern you are doing. And ask yourself empowerment questions like, what do I really need? Um, what is the motivation behind going there? Is it formal or is it comes from desire? It comes from childlike joy. And just start becoming very brutally honest with oneself. Mm-hmm. And, 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 and having fun on this journey, mm-hmm. embracing it. Like yeah. seeing this as your most empowering self journey because what happens then, it's like, Maybe people will step out of your bus of life, but there are two doors. There are more people coming in and they feel aligned or the the events you do or how you do things in your business and just practicing surrendering. I know it's, it can be triggering to just say surrender and trust, surrender and trust. Start maybe with starting, allowing yourself to trust and start to surrender. Even if you fuck it up, it doesn't matter. Like I give it my best to trust in divine power, trust in the higher and source, that everything is always happening to me and not against me, even though it looks often very differently and like, wow, I I could drop into victim mode. Mm. But it's often just, things are often just coming to you because life wants you to feel a certain feeling again. And if you suppresses or you keep dissociating from it life will create new events for you to start feeling these things because when we feel actively feel we start healing because we release density out of our system Mm -hmm. which is happening on the bigger scale with our planetary system like the frequencies are so high right now so we are going through this big process collecting (laughs) right now (laughs) people are suffering and depressed mm. and anxious it's because it's we are we are increasing our capacity and we're letting go of those densities and this takes a lot of trust sometimes i'm doing my practices and my process and i'm with myself and feeling and i'm like crawling on the ground like a little embryo I'm like will it ever be done yes <laughs> i'm there with you just this yeah. morning i was like i don't even know what i had some like ecstatic dance angry music on and i was just screaming into the pillow like what's going on am i mad am i mental am i deluded <laughs> I know. oh my god i know and it's so different each time but at the same mm. time you can also ask for at least give me a sign that i'm on the right path <laughs> before you stop doing it or before you mm-hmm. quit questioning this process or um this process of healing and uh I, 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 from my experience, things really started shifting like so beautifully mm-hmm. um, that I, I know deep down in my heart, for me, this is my truth. Like keep feeling, keep feeling. Even the tiniest mm-hmm. things in traffic jam, if somebody cuts you away, like just feel rage, feel anger. Mm-hmm. Like 
don't be the good girl and stuff it down like pretty face. No, mm -hmm. just allow yourself to scream in your helmet for a moment and then mm -hmm. it's done. And mm -hmm. Feelings are here to just be felt through the end and I heard um, they only actually take 90 seconds to mm -hmm. be done and to shift and change and we can take 80 years sometimes to not go into a certain feeling yeah. because we're so afraid to be to to break breaking apart and i know this feeling um of being so afraid to feel the waves the magnitude but again this is like where we ask the higher power just give me the thing that i can proceed process give me the things that i'm capable mm -hmm. of i always ask send me all the healing um that i'm I can, I'm, I'm able to do while I'm also running my own business and being a single mom mm -hmm. and serving my clients. At the same time, I don't want to pause healing. I'm just, yeah, bring it on. Like, let's peel the onion. Mm -hmm. I'm in for it. I'm in for, you know, feeling love and childlike joy and lightness and abundance and looking back at my life and saying, I want to do that again. That was so epic and amazing, this life, you know? Mm, yeah. <laughs> I don't want to stay in this mediocre kind mm. of living tons of coping mechanisms. And at the same time, this is also okay. If people do this, it's also okay. Mm. I'm not here to judge. I'm just saying that this would not be my personal preference. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm a 6'9 in my human design. I'm a big experimenter. And... The six also stands for the role model. So I I <laughs> I know I'm here to really go all the way in and um, yeah. <laughs> shout it from the mountain at one time and be of service for other people and hopefully make a difference. Mm. And you are <laughs> to me to me listening to you now and like feeling things <laughs> shift right. It's like incredible. Um, really like such a such a oh, such a mirror you. right now. It's like really beautiful. It sounds like um, we're on a similar journey, Emma. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sitting here like, I'm listening to myself right now. <laughs> it's amazing. I'm a 1-3 generator. So oh, I yeah, kind of have the like trial and error. So I'm also this kind of like going deep. Kind of mm -hmm. And I um, pretty much have on astrology as well, all my planets in the eighth house. Mm -hmm. uh, so all Scorpio. So I have this. Oh, my God. <laughs> I know. So I'm like, yeah, yeah. You for the underworld. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> wow. Um, but yeah, I think that that was so amazing to to tune into like your journey there and your experience with this. And one thing that was coming to me, I know this is something that a lot of people will pick up on because they they normally do about okay. So we're listening to all these different parts and we're listening to the intuition. How do you tell the difference? <laughs> This is what people would say. How do I tell the difference? What is that feeling that you know is like, this is the truth for me. This is the truth of my heart. This is the truth of my intuition. And actually what's truth for the parts of you? Yeah, that's such a big question, right? Mm. Um, what is intuition? What is fear? What is trauma bond, right? Mm. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's, that's why... I give myself the biggest permission to learn and to become very, very good in speaking my own inner compass and intuition. Mm -hmm. I don't have to 100% fully figure it out uh, by today. Yeah. But what I realized is a simple um, body example. If it's trauma bond or contraction, uh, if it's trauma bond or fear, I feel like a shrinking in my body, a contraction. 
if it's like intuition, it's way more neutral and it's more yeah. expanding. And at the same time, when you go out and you clear space in your calendar and you go with your pen and with your book through your days and you start observing yourself and noticing yourself, in the beginning, I started realizing like, oh my God, I'm so good in kicking out my intuition. Yeah. I also through human design, um, we have several, diff we have, we are all designed differently, right? Our building blocks are so different in our aura. And um, my biggest sense is my inner vision. And when I saw that, when I started studying human design since 2014, I was like, wow, inner vision, because I was always like wondering as soon as I close my eyes, I see so many pictures. When I have a daydream, I'm half awake, mm -hmm. half asleep. Um, there's so much. It's almost like, or I embraced, and it was really hard for me in the beginning to state these kinds of big statements, but I realized that I'm, uh, what's the word in English? Clear cognizance? Mm -hmm. Clear cognizance? You know, yeah. some people Clear see me, some yeah. hear or feel. For me, it's like mm -hmm. almost I dropping see. like a, I feel yeah. exactly the same, yeah. I see and I know. It's just like, yeah. and you can practice this while, for example, Maybe you know it when you feel like something tells you, look at your phone. Or the other day I had it when my nanny was here and I, mm -hmm. I realized they're playing since a while already, my little one and my nanny. And at some point I was like, I think now she will start giving him a movie because she's bored and she's overwhelmed. And I was like, oh, don't be silly. She knows that I'm not <laughs> into like screens and and then I came out of my call and I saw them in front of the movie. And mm -hmm. I was like, okay, what time did you start? And she was like, 20 minutes ago. And that was exactly the time where I was getting the hit, mm -hmm. like the knowing. <laughs> I have and, the same experience. And we can be like, ah, mm -hmm. what a coincidence. No, mm -hmm. no, it's not a coincidence. It's you knowing because you are god you are those frequencies you mm -hmm. know you are connected to everything and it's the first step by allowing and allowing yourself to know and to embrace and really start with self-observation like mm -hmm. oh i have i have the thought I, I should call my mother and then i look on my phone she called me oh i knew it intuitively we, we say telepathy right mm -hmm. or like mm -hmm. other things we label it but it's Actually, your intuition constantly talking to you. Mm. That's so powerful. And I think about, like, from my experience as well, I have a similar feeling of these knowings and how long we shame them because um. especially when they don't really make sense and when it seems we almost, like, we shame them from from allowing ourselves to, to trust that part of us, um, that deep, the deep knowing in us. Um, and then the the other parts within us are like giving us all the reasons why we shouldn't or they're egotistically running away from it and creating these fantasies yeah. around the knowing. So for you, like how have you deepened that trust? And what has deepened in that trust felt I'm like to you? still in the process. Oh, we all are. We all are. <laughs> I think, yeah. Um, I know a few people who are fully like, if something mm -hmm. comes close to me that's diminishing me, that being thing or whatever is out like I I am surrounded by beautiful people who are very like wow where I look up and I'm like wow I'm learning so much 
Um, I feel like my my trick is more because I have a very strong mind. I'm very, um, yeah, yeah I, I'm 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 a great thinker and I'm and so analytical as well. So I need a different bridge than maybe some of the people who are listening to right now. Some people maybe work better with the body or with the kinesthetic or smelling. It can be so individual, but for me, since I'm so often in my mind and in my head, it helps me to simply be like, oh, I would do this right now because this feels more familiar or I feel like I have better control of the situation. So I ask myself, what is the motivation? Ah, it's controlling things? Okay, then we don't do this. So it's a very mm -hmm. mental process. And like, no, I decide to trust, even if it's edgy, even if it's not comfortable for me, get comfortable in the discomfort and trust. And I know and I know that I'm guided. And if I don't trust, I kind of dishonor my potential, my divine potential. And mm -hmm. I'm not respecting who I am, actually. And of what my life is capable, being this beautiful soul-led um, journey, a soul that is embodied in a vessel of a physical body and who comes here to have a beautiful growth journey and knows exactly what she wants and where to go next. And, um, and the, then the, the layer, the mind, the dimension is interfering with this beautiful flow a lot. So it's more me having an anchor, like I see a red stop sign, like stop. You can trust. Control is just an illusion. There's nothing you can control, but you can control that you can trust and surrender. Mm. And then I change my acting behavior. It's that mm. mechanical. Mm. Mm. I'm, I resonate with this as well. <laughs> oh, wow. So many things, so many things going through on this episode. I want to dive into... Um, something that I think uh, we both both also resonate with which is this concept of like what's happening in this the spiritual world the spiritual community things that are being said that are actually not supportive and misleading in this direction and are not actually allowing us to have our, our most best and most most grounded expansion the way I feel it like what's coming up for you around that at the moment Hmm. yeah as i said before often and i'm living in the spiritual community for many years right now and again um i'm so appreciative of so many things i've grown so much and they're amazing radiant authentic genuine beings here who really simply lead from the heart and want to make this planet a better world mm. at the same time i i also see and observe that um, people operate still from an ego mindset not mm -hmm. often from you know heart-centeredness um, without even knowing it they think they do they give all their best um, and it's almost like spirituality got overly complicated for yeah. me it's actually so simple you me everybody who's listening is God itself, is divine essence itself, is this beautiful, perfect balance of the divine, masculine and feminine and here to have everything they want and live love and feel and receive love. And 
I see there's so many modalities out there where, yeah, I, I don't believe we need an extra crazy codes or mantra or something that is super complicated for you to learn or somebody is holding a key for you to dive into your divinity, into your happiness mm. again. It's always outsourcing that my God, my divinity is within me, actually. It's always running after this next shiny object in the community. Here, a breathwork, there, a Kundalini session. And then here, I do um, you name it session, like an ayahuasca journey and mushroom mm -hmm. and blah, 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 microdosing. Not saying these things don't have specific benefits, but there are easier and more gentler ways to connect to our um, divine essence. Um, it's not only reserved for the people who actually do plant medicine yeah life always happens to you um sorry for you yeah so it's everything that comes your way is here here's a platter and i want you to feel this certain feeling and then now feel it and then you can release the density and you can you know connect to source and understand how divine you are by always just like connecting to the above asking for guidance and be very crystal clear with your intention. And it doesn't need to have crystals. There's no Palo Santo needed. There's no ayahuasca needed, no combo, nothing. It can be literally you being on the toilet and just having this beautiful heart-centered intention. Mm -hmm. And it's this moment where it comes out and you're like, oh, you know, um, and I feel we get taught that spirituality or divine guidance or the heavens or angels are something that is so far out of ourselves mm -hmm. and more reachable and in order to get that and to receive it i have to buy a ticket to peru i have to be in the jungle for 10 days in order to connect or mm -hmm. i have to fly over there or i have to meet this specific guru mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. for me this is, this is total crap it's um Yeah. constantly feeding this narrative of oh i'm not divine i'm not mm -hmm. enough I'm, i don't have what it takes i don't i'm not a powerful being i'm not um i'm not a child of god but you are <laughs> you you are already constantly you walk around and you are the sacred altar you walk around you are your beautiful most heavenly being and The only teacher you would need is the teacher or guru who connects you back to your inner guru and to your yeah, inner teacher. Yeah. And that's it. It's not I give you something and then I inaugurate you or then you get level two and then maybe, and but then you have to buy this module. Yeah. It, mm. it works for people who are separated from God and it's this old paradigm, codependence, power games, And then the, the lost ones who are seeking and following. Um, mm. I see this so much in, in myself as well. When I first got into this industry, first started connecting, it was always like, what coaching container now? What program now? And it was always the ones that were kind of feeding into the idea that I needed them in order mm. to get somewhere or become something. Um, And I actually had this year from about April, I decided I'm actually having some clean and not having a coach, I'm not having a mentor, I'm not having a course. 
and I'm just gonna like listen to me because I'd been in therapy since I was 14 years old so I've literally had therapists coaches pretty much my entire adult life and this was such a big moment for me to like go back to that and was like oh yeah and I started to realize through this process that I've always known (laughs) that actually Mm -hmm. all the spaces that were then held for me were like telling me that they knew and I should prescribe to their way of knowing and then and it's not to say that I'm never going to have coaching again because I definitely now I'm feeling called to step back into that again but I'm now very much able to discern who's here like you said to amplify the guidance and knowing that you already have within you and who's here going to be telling you that they know the way and they have the keys because like this is not true in my in my eyes like truth is like you have the way we all have the way within inside us yeah and sometimes we just need someone to remind us of this and try uh, help us to trust this yeah so true and i'm i also want to say that those you know beautiful mantras and kirtan singing mm-hmm. i'm loving all these things yeah I'm yoga same i'm I'm just saying these could be amazing, beautiful um, tricks and tools to activate something. It's again like a strategy mm-hmm. until it's so embodied and you're so yeah. connected constantly and you would not need these anymore. Mm-hmm. Because other than that, it becomes another added must-do, another added ritual mm-hmm. you need to put into your everyday life. And especially us generators. We just need to, does it spark joy? Does it light me up? And this is our... This is where God calls us constantly. Are we in like bliss and joy and are we like excited? When I play with my son and we are laughing and I'm having tears out of laughing and fire belly because it's so funny. This for me is like I'm connected to God in that moment. Mm -hmm. And that's even more spiritual than maybe the Kundalini class that you go to because you feel like you have to go or something, you know, like mm-hmm. I always say this to my friend, I love spin. Like I love spin classes. <laughs> and when I'm in them, I, that's the most spiritual I feel. Like when I'm in the music and I'm spinning and I'm like, I feel the most spiritual now than when I was, you know, a few years ago when I was kind of sort of saying, oh, I needed to go to this ceremony or that ceremony. And now it's like, I love going to these things similar to you. I love going to ecstatic dance. I love going to ceremonies. But I go when I'm like, I feel the call to to just go to enjoy it, <laughs> not to like have an awakening experience or find something there that I think is going to give me the answers. It's like, I'm just going to go because I want to go and I want to enjoy myself. Yeah, amazing. Mm-hmm. And the awakening experience comes while you clean up your kitchen. Yeah. On a normal day. Yeah. <laughs> more and more I'm realizing this, how life, life brings us awakening experiences just in life like in the in the most mundane of things that yeah. that when we're kind of on this spiritual path we we forget to to just be with life and I, I wrote this post the other day on Instagram like I forgot how to be human I forgot how to just mm-hmm. feel and not like have to heal everything that I feel forgot how mm-hmm. to just dream and play in my imagination without saying I'm visualizing my future like forgot to just be human and enjoy myself and use the tools in a way that's supportive of my journey and to play with the tools in a fun way um to go to the like the mentors that are expanding my own growth my own perspectives my own way of because we're all unique souls here and if we're trying to be other jigsaw pieces or if we're trying to mold our jigsaw piece in a different way, it's never going to fit in with the whole jigsaw no matter what you do. (laughs) 
<laughs> I love that. Yeah. Mm. And, and also it, it can happen everywhere, right? I also see many people yeah. that write me, Oh, I need to come to Bali in order to have those holy water ceremonies, etc. Mm. etc. Et I'm like, stop. No, you can have your awakening. You can have your big remembrance. It's actually just a remembrance of who you are. Um, wherever you are other than that we get codependent with ibiza or codependent with Bali, and we, we we always like the glass is half empty the glass is half empty but as you said it's like starting to be like this week i'm not having any coaching calls i'm simply like just not doing anything it's always the last week of my month mm-hmm. also for my clients to integrate and so my friends were like so what are you doing i'm like nothing just like being, mm-hmm. cleaning the house, playing with my son, going out, visit the baby cows in the rice field. And if I feel drawn mm-hmm. to it, out dance or have a tea ceremony, sure. But just like this normal life and mm-hmm. craft something in the kitchen with my little boy. Um, yeah, it can be for, for my baby daddy, for my um, loving co-parent. We are on very beautiful terms. I love that you said, I love the way you said that loving co-parent. That's beautiful yeah <laughs> he is he truly is and for him it's surfing it's just where he's connected to heavens and mm-hmm. like just the ocean and um it can be so non-spiritual mystis- mystical how our most spiritual practice looks like mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> like spinning <laughs> yeah like spinning exactly. <laughs> um I think yeah this is this is so beautiful and and I'd love to know like what's everything looking like for you now like what is life looking like for you now and what is business looking for you looking like for you now as you like tune into this kind of trusting your knowing and your intuition more Mm, I love that um I was, as you just said, always like, what's the next thing? What do I, what do I want to visualize? I also love working with a life book a lot from Mind Valley. Maybe you know it. Yeah, yeah I know. Visualizing yeah. and knowing where you want to be and purpose and action steps. And right oh, it's now, gone a bit crackly. I think it might be the mic. Oh, it's okay. I'm sorry, I think it was shaking too much with my earrings. That's <laughs> okay. Apologies. <laughs> I think we're all good. My moon or my moon earrings. Mm-hmm. Um, so. At, at this very moment, I am really enjoying to be present with the people I have in my um, containers mm-hmm. and I'm fully focusing on them and um, enjoying life again because I feel like the last two years, that's also when we met, I was hustling, hustling hard. <laughs> I have this, I leave my nine to five in order to live in Bali and work nine to nine. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's the reality, you know, for, for <laughs> yeah. months or years. And mm. now really like allowing myself to go on holidays again and like be a normal human and go axe throwing or maybe bowling and mm. just like normal mundane things. Um, and then, yeah, expand my, the people who come into my door and um, just keep doing what I do for now. Mm. I don't want to like numbers and by this, I want to have this podcast and this book. It's like, Wow, this feels so masculine for me right now. Yeah. I don't know, and I allow myself to not know right now. Mm-hmm. I'm just going day by day and trying to enjoy as much as I can. Um, and life for me looks like very peaceful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very sacred um, mm-hmm. and very mindful. Really like 
Okay, I'm I'm practicing my queen, leaving the doormat behind, not not becoming a bitch. The queen is in the middle, the compassionate mm -hmm. one, and just trying to be the best version I can be, like a lighthouse in yes. everyone's life around me, like the nannies I work with, or the people, the Balinese people. Just like a very, I think a name or like a word that comes up is also a simple life. Yes. <laughs> loaded with heartfelt deep connections. Yeah. This is like, yeah, my jackpot for now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love this. It's such a great reflection for me because I, I really feel the same of like this, just this longing for simplicity and ease. And then I'm like, mm -hmm. why do I not want the the millions like everyone says I should or and that gets to come as well but the way in which we go about it it's like I want to do that with at the moment working two three hours a day if that means I have two clients at a time for right this yeah. moment and also inviting like that to expand but staying with just where I am and embracing where I am and the way that I uniquely want to do things and this is what I'm really hearing in you like you're your honor like we spoke a lot about honoring yourself I think that's going to be the name of this podcast <laughs> honoring yourself and this is what you're doing right you're, you're honoring yourself not only in life but in also how you want to show up in your business and how you want to show up in yourself and you realize like all of these things are kind of just the same so when you create the lifestyle that you want to have when you honor yourself with how you're showing up then everything can come in its own time everything will come um, but if you're doing it against yourself, then you you might create the things, but you're never really going to be fulfilled because it's not what your heart truly wants to experience in the way that it wants to experience it. This what's, what's the most thing is you can have all the things you want in the world, but if you're not experiencing it in the way your soul wants to experience life, it's not going to fulfill you. I love that. I so agree. You mm. said it so beautifully. Yeah. yeah. This is such an amazing conversation I think and I just want to honor you for a moment for I think we connected at exactly the right time to share um to share all of this wisdom and the way in which you speak is just so authentic and down to earth um you can feel the integrity in your voice and in your energy and I want to thank you for like being here in that space um honoring yourself and Honoring yourself as you spoke as well in this podcast, uh, these spaces can be an opportunity for us to put the ego on or put the masks on, um, to be seen in a certain way, to get the clients, to get the things, but you were just here present. So I can you're you're already embodying what you're what you're stepping into. You know, you're already there. So thank you for for being here with us and doing that. So and I'd love for you to share with everyone listening today how they can connect with you. And if you've got any offerings available at the moment, then please also feel free to let everybody know about those. Mm, thank you so much for your beautiful words. I also want to give back, like I feel so calm and like so safe just being here with you on the screen and chatting. Mm -hmm. and, like, it's, it's so in intimate, mm -hmm. it's very loving and you do it so calmly and also so present. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Thanks. Yeah. Thank you. And yeah, you can find me on um, Instagram for now. I, I was too busy delivering and being of service. Uh, I will look in, into all the technical machineries and build a website very soon. But for now, it's Instagram and the hashtag mm -hmm. is Chilisa Schultz. And over there, you see my offerings. I 
really, really highly recommend um, the human design reading with myself. It's not only human design reading, it's also um, I weave in my intuition and just knowing people and, um, you know, um, combining it with what comes up intuitively. And it's a beautiful tool to, we just, the love language of universe is clarity. So clarity comes mm -hmm. up in the human design is such a beautiful map for our soul and how we want to live our life and embracing everybody is different. And you can learn how you are built, how you want to decide and digest and sleep and manifest and um, what are your natural superpowers so you can tap into a life that you came here to live and you can become the person you came here to be. So it's almost mm -hmm. like an Ikea manual, <laughs> like a little Billy shelf, like, okay, this is how I'm built and this is how I should do things in life. It's very straightforward and uh, yeah, I really, really love that tool so much. Um, and people often say after they feel very ignited to creativity and they get a stronger understanding of what their gifts are and purpose. Mm -hmm. And having said that, as of November again, which is in two months, uh, because now it's September while, while we record this, I open up more spaces for one-on-ones. And this is like a three-month ceremony with me. And I dive into three different pillars. The first pillar um, is getting crystal clear on your life, who you are and how you are using the human design and um, also what you desire in life using the life book. While then we dive into all those beautiful processes and releasing like inner bonding process and um, inner child work and so, so much more goodies so that you can then have a crystal clear roadmap for the ongoing six months um, for all the projects you want to manifest in life or become in life and just mm -hmm. cultivate more peace and love and joy and for you to really look back at this life and like, yeah, I gave it my all. I lived my fullest and mm -hmm. I was, was self-expressed and this is, yeah, I was connected to divine. I, I healed my anxiety because I started praying again and I started understanding this way more. And this way more, we all know, latest winners mm. of the game, Brazil against Germany, and like they're not scoring, and it's like one minute before the end. The whole stadium starts praying, so we know what we all talk about. <laughs> <laughs> it's just in everyday life, we forget. Mm. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm happy to invite you to those beautiful offerings, and I can't wait to get to know you and to read you. Thank you so much. Oh, thank you so much, G. It's been such a beautiful conversation. And thank you, everyone, who has listened in today. Um, I'm sure you felt a lot of the energy that was going between us both. And again, thank you, Chi, for coming on. Thank you. Bye-bye. Thank you, everyone. So much love. See you all soon. Much love. Bye-bye.